There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, friends. Welcome. Uh, you are listening to the one and only Tread Burnside Sports Hose. Uh, I am Tread Burnside. This is episode one. Spray it down! <laughs> Spray those sports. They're too hot. Uh, so we are going to get into a little wild playoff preview. Probably going to talk about the Twins because we can't help ourselves. And we may give a eulogy for the... Uh, uh, a very disappointing Wolves season, and probably lots more. But first, I have a question for you, gentlemen. What in the hell is going on down at the City Pages? Uh, there's, I, there's really no know. telling. I just, I don't know. I just, I could not have. I mean, the only way I would have been more surprised by this is if the No Juice podcast had won. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because that's just a goddamn war cry. Every, every week, it's just. The worst thing is ever. that still going? What a couple of masochists to Jeez, do that to well, themselves! I mean, they do it. They, I mean, they, you know, they get, they get their work release hours like synced. I guess they, they got a hit. Yeah, it's probably just so yeah. nice to talk to another human being after being <laughs> locked up in the uh, in prison. Yeah, like, so, you know, should yeah. I explain what should I explain what we're talking about here? Sure. Well, so, the only people who apparently listen to this podcast are our parents. Yep. Three random people on Twitter, and then I, we're finding out now one person at the city pages. So I'm pretty sure everybody's already aware, but we were voted best sports podcast in Minnesota. Uh, yep. The, the news city came pages out today. best of issue, where they name the best of everything under the sun. Well, I don't know where you guys found out, but I was I was writing into work, and all of a sudden I start getting deluged with tweets to the Same. saying that we had won this accolade, which. No, to be fair, I didn't know we were up for, and neither did any of us know we were even in the running, because I had more or less assumed that Gleeman and the Geek, which is a good podcast, would win this well, particular award every year. They have so, things to talk about, and they're organized, and they seem to have an agenda, and yeah. like they are knowledgeable about sports, and they don't seem to... Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but their podcast doesn't always uh, turn into just screaming and ranting about sports, local sports owners, so... It seems like all they have all the boxes checked. Yeah, well, I, I'd say adequate instead of good. I just, I mean, they're 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 there. You know, they just they get there, they do their job, and they go home. They so, punch I mean, in, they not, punch out. Yeah, exactly. Workmanlike. They, they really are, are. We are the they're unemployed. The, they're like. the Kevin Tappany of local sports podcasts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
Yes. Yeah. Exactly. No one has a care when they're gone, but they do the job right now, and that's I think that's the Bleeman and the Geek difference. So if they're the Kevin Tappany, the... I was going to say that we're the uh, Keith Millard in a drive-through screaming at uh, the workers of Minnesota podcasts. I was going to say we're the Francisco Liriano post-arm surgery, where we're just mystifyingly terrible all the time. Yeah. You think, God, I know these guys know how to speak English. What on earth is happening? Every time I tune in, they're cutting out, they're screaming at each other. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, it was, I wish I would have been, my. I wish my first emotion would have been proud proud and not just absolutely confused and bewildered yep. more than anything yeah. so that was a little weird um yeah like john, like what john said my phone just started going nuts and i had to, i actually had to get off the interstate because i thought like something bad had happened like you know someone got but it was just like you know like um twitter user amanda white and like was congratulating me and then gleeman retweeted things and then it just yeah it was crazy i just i can't yeah it's it's weird isn't it? it's weird right it is very. It is mostly just weird, honestly. Um, yeah. I'm very. I'm happy, and I, I hope it. Oh yeah, you know. it's nice. I mean, it's nice to be. You know, I mean, I've read the city pages best ofs. You know, for years now. And totally. It's never been anything that I thought I would ever have anything out there that would be, uh, you know, nominated or considered for that type of honorific. But uh, yeah, it's. I mean, it's. It's weird, but I. I honestly think it's kind of cool, and I'm being genuine about that. I, I, was, I was genuinely flattered that they like they like us. They they really, they like, really us. like us. <laughs> there you go. I, I you think got I there. can describe my emotion as honored but embarrassed. Honored because obviously it's nice that someone likes it. So Minnesotan. But embarrassed because it means that somebody listens. So Minnesotan. <laughs> Look away. <laughs> and. So my fear is that people will be tuning in for the first time. This is the first thing they're hearing. And all they're going to hear is me yelling and mispronouncing names. Yeah, you do and that. And saying ridiculous things. And yeah. Well, it's working, is... John. It's working. Yeah. There, there's some oh, charm to your Adelman, Rick Adelman, <laughs> uh, and all the rest of your mispronunciations. But I will say, yes, first and most importantly, uh, thanks to City Pages and appreciate it. It is very nice to... To get that because we do actually spend, um, well, at least an hour plus a week actually doing it. So it's nice that someone's listening besides our moms. Um, and beyond that, I would say our our mission of this for any new listeners is maybe not mission, but one thing that's very true is we are foul-mouthed, drunken cranks, but we are almost always right. Yep. That's how it this works. <laughs> should I read what the City Pages wrote about us? Just a couple of highlights. Yeah, because you know what? It was it was surprisingly dead on. It was filled with backhanded compliments, which I appreciate. It's exactly, as it should be. It would be weird if they would have been genuine and said, hey, this is a really great sports podcast. We would all know this is fucked up. They're not possibly listening, right? <laughs> so what they said about us is, listening to the sport is like stumbling into an outstate VFW and plopping down next to the four funniest guys in the joint. And I will point out that I've been in an outstate VFW. In fact, my 10-year high school reunion is an outstate VFW was in an outstate VFW, and there aren't four funny guys in the outstate VFW. If you're funny, you're not at the VFW. So, I mean, the four funniest racists. (laughs) So, it's a very, very low bar to clear right there. And then they say that it can devolve into a disorganized train wreck at times. That's the second nicest thing they said in the whole thing about it. Just (laughs) at times. I I don't know the show they listened to that wasn't wasn't a train wreck. I must have missed that one. God bless them. 
And then they go on to say you never really know where it's going. So well, <laughs> Hey, well, that makes all of us. <laughs> you think so, Doctor? <laughs> Considering so, our prep is like, hey, what do you want to talk about? I don't know. All right, press record. Fuck it. Wouldn't Wouldn't it be terrible if they put up also nominated in this category right below it so all these other people that are doing local sport podcasts could be like, oh, Jesus. They actually, we were both considered and we lost to those idiots. Yeah, yeah. Because I think it would be comforting for most other podcasts to think, well, they just don't know about us. That's what we've thought until this morning. <laughs> At some point, they'll listen to us and realize that those idiots are nothing. And yeah. we actually know stuff. But instead, here we are. Sad. I'm glad they didn't do that. To save all the other podcasts, although there's only there's got to be what like seven sports podcasts in Minnesota. <laughs> that's true. Uh, yes. Yeah, so for both, any for again, any new listeners, that's that's kind of our that's kind of our shtick. We're both honored, yeah. and we will spend the rest of our time downplaying this accomplishment. Yeah, I don't yes. think our new listeners will be here long. We're we're pretty no, niche. No. Uh, by the end of this episode, it'll be all only Wade left again. Wait, yeah, exactly. Hi, Wade. That's how that works. Hey, Wade, thanks for sticking with us. Wait a minute, does Wade write for City Pages? Have we got this figured out? There we go, that explains it all. That Um, does explain a lot, actually. I put together... This young young journalist, Wade, who was trapped in the the chili mines in Austin, the Hormel chili mines. Uh, I'm just glad for him. So I tried to put together, I had two minutes to think about um, some of our um, uh, biggest belief tenets uh, belief systems for for us. Uh, number one, the most important one, I think, uh, that we all we have a sportive consensus, which is hard to get, but I think we have a sportive consensus that our number one thing for our sports teams is have a goddamn plan, right? We we like plans, even if yes. it's a bad one. Have a goddamn plan. Yeah. Just just tell us what the plan is. I don't care if it's terrible. Just don't don't be the twins. I guess that could boil down to or the wolves, young the wolves. old. Fuck it, we don't know. Well, it's just somebody. How about somebody? Yeah. Um, I think we also believe that these shitty Minnesota teams are your fault for being so positive. You, listener, (laughs) it's your fault. If you weren't so negative, this wouldn't have happened. No, so positive. They need to be more negative, I think. They need to to shit on people a little bit more. Um, I think another one is leave teachers alone. We got political one time, and that's really the, the only thing we landed on is it for a serious point. Teachers are mostly good. Leave them alone. Mm-hmm. And yep. then I thought we had a consensus, but I think that we don't, about backup teams. You guys are kind of against them, and I'm for them. Is that right? I I resent anybody who finds a way around Minnesota <laughs> teams. <laughs> So anyone who finds a loophole, it's just like, how dare you? Anyone who strives for happiness, go to hell. Yep. You are in the shit with the rest of us. You were born here. You need to be miserable. <laughs> you are stuck with it just like the rest of us. Don't pretend you're not. Don't pretend to be happy. I try to get around it, and, and yes, I usually get made fun of. And then the last point is uh, beer helps. Yeah, it's the only thing. Yeah. It's very helpful. Um, okay, so with that intro out of the way, uh, the navel-gazing over with, um, I think the first thing we should probably talk about and most important, which makes me sad, is the uh, the Minnesota Wild are in the NHL playoffs. Is that correct, John? Well, over to you, John. <laughs> Why <laughs> yep. does that make you sad? We should mention that Clarence isn't here yet. He's planning oh. to be here at some point. Yeah, we forgot yes, to do introductions. Uh, yeah, we never oh, did. Yeah. We didn't really do introductions, but even so, it's it's worth mentioning that Clarence he's going to miss all the congratulations, which I think would be fine with him. 
Yeah, he's just even more embarrassed than we are by like yeah. a factor of seven. He's it's, so embarrassed he doesn't use his real name on this podcast. Which I don't to, blame him for. Yeah, no, exactly. He has to keep it a secret. This accolade that he got, he just no one can even know about it. I, I think we should make a deal with him that if we get to 250 episodes or 500 episodes or something, he has to tell his wife live on the air what he does every Wednesday night. <laughs> we could also just make that happen somehow. We could We could do some sleuthing and figure it out. Just embarrass the hell out of him. That seems that does seem like something we do, and then at the end we just wouldn't do it because we'd feel terrible. Yeah, that's or about right. About it. Yeah. Um. So I think he's going to be joining us in a few minutes, though, to talk hockey. But do you want to start with a little puck talk, Jonathan? And uh, you're not going to try to explain the playoff matchups yeah. and the seating again, are hold you? On, holy a, shit! I've got a one-hour class on how the playoffs <laughs> work. After which there will be a quiz. <laughs> I love that halfway through explaining it, you're like, yeah, this isn't really making a whole lot of... Yeah. And then it just got even worse afterward. Like, you didn't improve on the ex- explanation. I, I tried so hard. <laughs> and it just got more and more confusing, even to me. So that by the end, I didn't even understand how it worked. Yeah, I found that the uh, it's really challenging to try to explain something that's frustrating to you at the same time. Yeah. Because you want to vent, like some people, some people will ask you, like, "Hey, how's work going?" If it's not a great time at work, it's impossible to tell them like what you do and how, because all you want to do is bitch. So this seemed to be one of those scenarios where you were trying to, you were trying to double up a little bit on getting all of it out. And the funny thing was, it ended up it, the Western Conference worked out in one of the easiest possible scenarios, in that the the fifth place team in the central division is crossing over to the pacific division to play the number 1 seed. So that was one of the easier ones. So it worked out okay, but as I know it the uh uh the Vegas odds have the Minnesota Wild as the I believe third or fourth best chances to win the Stanley Cup, but they're playing a team with like the second best, right? So this is yep. all, this should be like a fight not a finals but a I don't even know what they call them. Is it conference finals when you're stupid? Conference finals. Yeah. Um, this should be a conference finals matchup, right? It, so what it, happened? It, it's a potential conference finals matchup. What happened is that the Wild were okay at the start of the season, then remarkably terrible for about a month. Okay. And they dropped to 12th in the conference, and then all of a sudden they were awesome ever since they traded for our good friend Daryl Dawkins in the Wild goal. <laughs> yeah, Chocolate and, Thunder has been a breath of fresh air. So yes. it's... So if you if you look at the standings since January 1st, the Wild are the best team in the league, but the season didn't start January 1st, and so they ended up as the fourth seed rather than battling battling it out for the top seed in the Central Division, which, to be fair, wouldn't have helped a lot because if you look at if if, if you look at which are the best teams in the league, I'd say you could make an argument that four out of the six best teams in the entire league are in the Central Division. So it's it's a little bit rough to be in the central right now. You got your Chicago's and your St. Louis and even Nashville, who I think just about no one is picking Nashville to beat Chicago in the other semifinal in the central division, just because no one's really believed in Nashville all year, despite the fact that they were one of the best teams. So we'll, <laughs> we'll see what happens there, I guess. But for, I, it's just, I want them to beat the Blues really badly, but it's not even like last year. Last year they were playing the Avalanche, who were last year's version of the Predators this year, where everyone thinks, boy, they are, they could be good, but they're not that good. 
And so a lot of people picked the Wild and upset, and the Wild did upset the Avalanche because the Avalanche didn't have a lot going for them. And then they were terrible this year, which I think was sort of vindication for a lot of people in terms of not believing in the Avalanche and having it played out. All of the advanced stance geeks loved that, by the way. The, the, the Avalanche had terrible advanced stats all of last year, and they kept saying, oh, this can't last, and it didn't eventually. Right. I love when that happens. It makes me feel very smart. Yeah. So, but this year it's just two really good teams, and it's going to come down to the same thing it always comes down. If Devin Dubnik can, yeah, well, luck. If Devin Dubnik can steal another, steal four out of the seven games, the Wild might win. But I'm not sure they have the advantage in any other facet of the game. Give me your keys to the game, John. Keys to the series. <laughs> well, <laughs> Chocolate Thunder needs to step up big. He's got to be yep. gritty. Uh, he's got to stand on his head. It's a term I just made up. That means do great at goalieing. Have you, guys, have you guys heard my hot goalie theory for the playoffs? Yeah, love it. Bring it. Bring it. Uh, the teams with the hot goalie tend to do well in the playoffs. Oh, shit. Get that hose out. Spray it down. Spray that hose down. <laughs> the problem you run into is that the Spray that hose have... down is what I just said. Spray a hose down. The hose is hot. <laughs> We're cleaning the hoses. It's spring cleaning day at the fire department. That take was so hot, I sprayed it with the hose, and then the hose set on fire, so I had to spray the hose down with another hose. Double hose take. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Hose, hose. That's a good, good playoff theory, Stu. One of your best, I would say. Yeah, I agree. Have we said hose enough? (laughs) <laughs> Myself and Go93's, 96.3's Dana Wessel are the two best hockey minds in the state. Best ever. The best people to watch a game oh, with. We we keep talking about it, but we still haven't it. set anything up to watch a game. So, John, before we get into the keys of the series, which I want to get back up, to because those are important, are there any weekend games on the schedule just yet? Uh, they play on uh, Saturday, I believe. I want to say they play Saturday afternoon. Ooh. Ooh. Yep. That's right. There's a Saturday afternoon game, and then it's Thursday night, and then next Monday night, and next Wednesday night. So we could oh, technically, if we were doing a, a Wednesday night podcast... We so the pot- one- potential Game 7 is going to be on the Memorial Day holiday. Good luck. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> they play every other day. I don't know what you're complaining about here. It just oh, seems long. Just, uh, whatever. Okay. Let us have this, John. <laughs> you're you're confusing them with the NBA playoffs, where the season the series will start on a Thursday, and then somehow there'll be a week off, and Game Two will be on another Thursday. John, low blow, man, low blow. the The NHL playoffs does at least does at least have the have the tradition of going every other night. Even you know whatever I I I can complain about the NBA playoffs as compared to the NHL playoffs, but. That doesn't really matter. No, so, no, none of it does. Um, of so it there's does. a Saturday. A- you think there's a Saturday afternoon game? That's ripe for a gathering, I'd say. Stu, we'll take this offline, but but get get the gears turning. I'll see what I can do. Just effort. I'm all. I'm just asking you to effort. Effort. Isn't? Uh, do we know? Uh, speaking of the Gleeman and the Geek podcast, they tend to like do their podcast. Are they back on the fan? Oh, I, th- I see a phone number coming up. Oh, here we go. Here we go. We are oh, we are boy. calling Clarence's house. Please have his Hello? wife answer. Damn it. Clarence. It's fucking Clarence. 
We were hoping it'd be somebody else answering. Clarence, you're on the air, by the way. You're on the air. Please don't uh, divulge any of your personal information. ¿Qué pasa? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Uh, Clarence, you'll be happy to know that we already patted ourselves in the back for a good 15 minutes without you because we didn't think you'd want to be a part of it, but it was disgusting. What? What? Who? How? What? Yeah, yeah, we did what all of that. What the fuck? Yep, we got through all of that, and we, we just basically said what the fuck a thousand times and then moved on. We don't have... We, our only theory is that Wade works for the City Pages. Yep, that's all we, that's all we got so far. It took us 20 minutes to get there. But yeah, yeah. All right. What? How many? How many hairless twink seeking hairless twink ads <laughs> did Wade have to buy to secure this award for us? Well, we'll find out. He's uh, you know he's gonna look it up and tell us how many hair. What is it? Hairless twink. Look it up. Hairless twink. Wade, let us know. Uh, back pages, I believe. Yeah, it's HTSHT. That is certainly something I will not look up later because I'm a grown up. <laughs> that is something I will not be typing into Google. I am not. Click, 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 click. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Wink, wink. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, just to catch you up, Clarence, we did that a little bit um, and then we got over well, it. So that's the consensus is that as Wade, okay? We said, uh, no. what the fuck? And then we just sort of sat here for a while and thought about it and then we said thanks for the city pages and moved on and now we're talking wild preview uh and we are i asked john to give keys to the series because that seems like a good sports podcast thing to do so keys to the series series. that's me revving something up keys we should be shouldn't we be turning on the fire hose for that (laughs) you're listening to the sports hose So anyway, the key for the Wild is going to be probably shutting down Vladimir Tarasenko, I think. He's he's their big forward. He scored, um, I, I don't know the numbers in front of me, but he scored about 500 goals this year. Oh, that seems um, like a record. Yeah, The Red Menace, that's what I like to call him. Yep. He's definitely Russian. He looks, he looks like he belongs on the Red Army 1980 team for sure. I hate him so much. I don't know what about it. What about them? What it is that makes them look Russian? But he is the definition of looking Russian. Is it the frown, probably? No, it's sort of the the knowing oil money backed smile. Does he wear that spherical fur hat? Yes, on the ice. On the ice. Yeah, <laughs> it's made by Jofa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so are they, so they a? Have him- they have David Backus, who's a total goon. Yeah, he's one of us, but we don't like him. No, yeah, no we have to love him. Michael Rand says. That no, Michael, he, Michael Rand can. Yeah, he can. Yeah. He can do that. Yeah. Um, Rand wants to love him, but we hate him because he's a uh, wiener, right? Cheap yeah. shot, fuck. Yeah. He's a cheap shot artist. CSA, I hate him. Okay, cool. He's the chief punk on that team. Are they a big team? Are they a fast team? Are they young? Are they gritty, wily old veterans? What's the deal with these with these clowns? They're big. They uh, play well defensively. They can score. They're good on both sides. They're a good team. Are they yep. fun to watch? How, how, how hot is their goalie? 
Not that is their weakness. Does he have the ability to stand on his head? Because you got to do that sometimes. Well, any NHL goalie, to some extent, got to that point. Because well, they stood on their head at one at some point in their career. So, here's the stranger thing, things have happened, but that's probably their biggest week. Is it, they're starting. They're starting Jake Allen tomorrow night, who has just been completely red hot down the stretch, mm-hmm. like Devin Dubnik style hot. Oh. in the last month. So, and also. We've talked a lot about how goaltenders don't necessarily need a rest, but Dubnik did play 400 games in a row, and Allen actually got to play like every other game, so he might actually be a little bit healthy. Ah, fuck. But Dubnik hasn't played. Christ, when was their last game? <laughs> what, Saturday? Six weeks ago? Yeah, and he didn't play the game before that, so he hasn't played in a week. He'll be he's, fine. He's fresh as a daisy. <clears throat> Ain't worried about it. All right. I ain't worried. More, I'm more worried about that. Never played really in the playoffs. What do we know about him in the playoffs? Yeah, to be fair, that Jake Allen hasn't played in the that's playoffs. The point, either. but that's they keep saying about Jake Allen. And my point back to the people saying that as well. Our goalie was hot down the stretch and doesn't have a lot of playoff experience either. So uh, I don't know. We'll see. Has Brian Elliott played a lot in the playoffs? More. He was with, was he with Ottawa before this? Yes. What the and what the hell does playoffs. playoffs have to do yeah. with with any of this? So he's got well, a lot of like he's got a lot of experience losing in the playoffs, probably. Then it's just like pitching, you know, pitchers and goalies, and to some extent, they're both goofball. They're both the same in that they're both just weirdos. Yeah, I get it, but I don't think there's been any proof that be having been in the playoffs previously makes you better the second time around. I think. No, I think Maybe it's more it does you with, can I, perform differently in the playoffs. Okay, all right. So I, I think no pressure affects people differently, in my opinion. No, it's, it certainly does in certain sports. I think that I don't know. This is just uh, Rube take. I don't have any data behind any of it, but I know that baseball, in particular, young guys are that are good are just good, and old guys don't just automatically step it up because there isn't really that intensity That's factor true. in baseball, but. Basketball, I think you do see it plenty where guys just get kind of overwhelmed by the moment. So you think that hockey's more in that latter... It, it, I it, do, and I do think pitching can be that way. Where just being athletic, if it's just like being center field, you're going to catch a pop-up if you're athletic. Pressure or not pressure doesn't really <laughs> if matter. If you're not Eduardo Nunez, you'll catch a pop-up. Sure, of course. Yeah. Who, but that wasn't pressure. It was just him being Ed Nunez. Yeah, he's just bad at... Uh, don't blame Ed Nunez. Blame the guy who put him out there. That's, amen. God, I, he is, going off on a tangent here, he is approaching the territory that I thought no other twin would ever reach of making me, he's reaching Christian Guzman Ooh. territory of my hatred. That so, is rarefied air right there. So I, I would think, think I, is there another layer past hatred where it's just pure like like sympathy, like you start feeling like Jesus, dude. What? I what? think yep. it's you are so out of your element. Actual hatred, like sports hatred. I don't actually hate Ed Nunez. Of I course, don't, could give two fucks about Ed Nunez. It's sports hatred. It's yeah. irrelevant. Maybe the next layer is like actual hatred, where I seriously, really, really, actually don't like Christian Guzman. Like I don't. <laughs> oh, he might be awesome. I'd sure. Fuck him. I'd, He's I'd just. You'll probably see him at the next Sturgill Simpson show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, yeah, he's the best. <laughs> Give him a nuggie or something. Hell, Goosey. Oh, 
Yeah. But uh, maybe the next level is actual hatred. Like, if I saw him at Sturge, I wouldn't give him the bro hug. Huh. Like be, would. That would be wild. That would be a wild Lance, feeling. I have a question. I have a question about the Sturgill Simpson show. Where was it? The Fine Line or something like that? Yes. Not too long ago? So it turns out Wade was actually wandering around that concert yelling, Clarence? I never Clarence? heard him. I never <laughs> heard him say that. Now, I was in the front row would you the entire time. Ooh, no, probably not. Because there's pictorial proof that Wade was also in the front row the entire time. Yeah, you guys were 10 feet from each other. And Zach Floyd, uh, our guy Zach, was about 15 feet away and bought a beer for Clarence and tweeted at him. And Clarence is like, I can't make it. And he's like, I'm <laughs> right here. I'm <laughs> Just I'm walk to your left. God, I'm a dick. <laughs> Hell is the matter with me. Uh, okay, going back to the tangent before the tangent before the tangent. What the uh, heck were we talking? The Wild. We were talking, we were talking about, about the Wild, and you don't, and you think that playoff experience is helpful uh, in the NHL, which I'm not no, arguing either way. No, I don't way. know that it. I think it is a. It can. It can be a indicator of how you're going to perform. It's not nothing, is your point? It's not nothing. That's that's my point. We do not know how he will respond to NHL playoff hockey pressure. Big moment. You don't have, we don't. We just don't. Okay. So that's a that's a little a negative on our end, right? Is that because we're, we're talking about Chocolate big... Thunder? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Do we know what the Vegas odds are in this series? They're just slightly in favor of St. Louis, right? Just a little bit because they're both pretty equally matched at this point. I don't know. It's a good question. I haven't looked. Okay. You're you're Mr. Vegas. You're Bob Vegas. You are oh. Bob Vegas. BV. You know it. No, I hate it. I'm not Bob Vegas. I don't but, know what mine is. But we do know that the Blues are like the number two favored in Vegas to win and the Wild are number three I'd or four. I'd assume so. the Blues are favored, absolutely. Just slight yeah. favorites. Uh, who's the number one team that's supposed to win it? Do you guys know who's the best team? I uh, Carolina. No, they're not in it. Florida Panthers? San Jose. What about the Thrashers? Could the Thrashers take it all this year? Winnipeg. No, they're in it. They are probably at the bottom, I would think. Oh. The bottom ones. What about the Coyotes? Are the Coyotes going to make a run? No. no. Nashville? They're golfing. Who was the last one? Nashville, maybe? They are not at the top, I wouldn't think. All right, Brandon, I looked it up. Omaha. I looked up the odds for this series. Yeah. Saint, oh, for this series. The Blues are minus 150 and the Wild are plus 130. So that seems like the Blues are pretty big favorites, actually. Mm, yeah, I guess. I mean, it's it it's, can be a lot higher, um, but um, I guess that's fairly significant. I think it's significant relative to other NHL playoff series. But how high do NHL playoff series go in the plus I mean, how much of a crapshoot is it? I know that we always give it shit for being a crapshoot, but is that actually true, or is it just because we remember... In a sense, I don't think the Lions get too skew- too crazy, do they? Uh, let's see here. Anaheim and Winnipeg is the exact same. Uh, Tampa Bay is minus 210, and Detroit's plus 175. Oh. 
for reasons I can't possibly fathom, New York is minus 235, but Pittsburgh's plus 195. So Pittsburgh's not very good, huh? Apparently nobody thinks they're going to beat the Rangers. The Rangers are excellent, so I guess I can understand that. Oh, okay. So, so, this so apparently gonna... these are fairly low. They don't think they're going to get blown out, but they also don't think it's exactly pick them. So the keys to the game, getting back to that, the keys to the series, uh, goalies are important. Always. Um, there's the one Russian guy who's good. And yep, shutting down Tarasenko will be important. And then that's it, right? Then the rest of it is, I think, just just thinking back to like hockey strategy that I know, which is a lot, like probably a lot of dump and chase, right? No, not so much. St. Louis is bigger and stronger. Okay. What about fire wagon? Is there going to be a lot of that going on? I want to push you in front of a fire wagon. What yeah. about Russian circles? You're, you're a lumpy meadow. What about, <laughs> what about a Russian circle breakout? Is that going to happen, you uh, think, in this series? I want, I want to just bag skate you, just fucking <laughs> Russian circles, just for 60 minutes. I don't even bring the pucks out on the ice. Clarence, don't, even bring, don't even bring your sticks out, boys. We're just going to skate. Clarence, were you a were you a Gretzky tuck guy when you were growing up? Was I a what? Did you do the Gretzky tuck jersey, like one side into the breezer? I'm just curious. <laughs> no. You no. don't seem like that type. I just wasn't sure no. what you were into at the time. You may have gotten into some sort of pretty God, boy no. phase. My, and My father, I so char, my son wanted to be, you could pick your numbers in hockey, and I went with the same philosophy my, that my dad basically went with when he when my son wanted 99 as his number and said ah, you're you're not exactly Gretzky <laughs> let's all just let's all just calm down <laughs> yeah. you can step back you can start tucking your jersey in halfway like Gretzky when you start actually <laughs> candling for oh, 17 goals a game <laughs> in mites <laughs> then you can start tucking yeah. it in let's when you start looking like you're not playing hockey with your stick held upside down we will uh, maybe then you can start we'll talking about it. Did you know. grow up in the time where they had those like breezer like pants? The Cooperall? Yeah. Yes. Did you grow up in the Cooperall time? I was young, but yeah, they were around. Okay. All right. I just missed them. I just missed them. My that buddy time. had them. You ju- so you just missed them. They were big when I was like oh, maybe 10 to 12 years old. All right. So the hot shit when I was playing was the new masks that were half uh, I tech whatever they were called, and then half uh, wire on the bottom. You know, it was the, mm-hmm. the half shields. Who boy! Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that put put a little spring in your step every time you got a, a new mask like that. Those are amazing. Sure, sure. Yeah. So that's another key to the game: have some really cool face mask if possible. Have cool face mask. We should all, <laughs> probably we should number all three. Nobody out there will have a face mask. <laughs> let's, let's all just remember that this is the NHL. That's embarrassing, right? You would never, you would never do that just out of pure shame. You have to have like a broken jaw in order to get away with wearing a full face. Mask. And get away with it, but that does just mean like a like a pride deal, right? Oh, you will catch nothing but shit out there if you're wearing a full face mask, and you didn't literally just break your jaw the night before. Like <laughs> Even if it was a week year. ago, it's like, come on, you're recovered, you pussy. Oh, that's out there. Those guys give. They don't mic up. Guys, too often, you know, they just, the stuff they say to each other is, uh, would be eye-opening, I think. It's terrible. Still one of my favorite. bellows. Yeah, I was just going to say, the bellows clip was still one of my favorite yeah. oh, YouTube. Oh, there you just, go. Yeah, that's, 
Yes. You're a superstar, you fucking <laughs> Amazing. Yep. Anybody who it's wants a laugh guy. right now, look up. I don't even know what the actual search terms would be, just but probably Bellows just Superstar. Bellows yeah, Superstar. superstar. Take you exactly where you need to get to. If half the things that were said during the NA, during an NHL game on the ice were said during an NBA game where fans could hear you, there would be congressional hearings. Mm-hmm. So there was a guy, you know, in between. I forget which NHL reporter it was. It doesn't matter. He was in between the the benches, so that's he could hear the guys yelling at each other, and he put it on the Twitter. What Parisi said to some guy? Some guy on the other team was chirping at Parisi, and Parisi said to the guy back. What? I can't hear you. I'm rich as fuck. Which <laughs> 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 is just a genius comeback. I can't hear you. I'm I'm rich as fuck. <laughs> Makes zero sense. It is just awesome. Yeah, that's perfect. <sighs> we should all. You want to talk about keys to the game? Here's an actual one. The Wild's power play is terrible. St. Louis's is good. Okay. All right. And both of their penalty kills are good. So, yeah. I kind of want to talk more about the trash talking, though. So the wild penalty kill versus the St. Louis power play. That's an actual oh, key to I'm, the series. I didn't I'm want a real one. To watch Jared Spurgeon out there against these blues. Oh, like, it's... Uh, they just got a... They have a launch Jared Spurgeon contest in the St. Louis oh, blues dressing room. Hey, I got him to the fourth row. It's going to be... Oh, just like a little tiny dog, you know, when you see him in the cartoons where the little tiny dog's trying to wrestle the big dog and he's yep. shut up, shut up. <laughs> just bouncing off every player on the ice. Yep, that'll be terrifying. This what, what we've done so far is that I've talked myself into the Wild are going to lose in four games. They're not going to score a single goal. St. Louis will score four, and Jared Spurgeon will be dead at the end of the series. I don't want to believe you, John. I want to be optimistic. I do too, but that's where they're at right now. Have they played uh, games this year yet against each other? Yes. yes. What happened? What happened? What happened? I have no idea. Okay. The Who Wild, cares? in the past years, they've been more dominated by St. Louis. I don't remember the record. Were they two and. I don't know. Sport I, effect gonna... two and question mark. The Wild did far better. This... What I do know is the Wild did better this season than they have in past seasons against the Blues. So how about uh, how about some series predictions, Stu? What do you think? What do you, who do you got? Oh boy! Well, see, I picked the Wild to not make the playoffs, so I really wasn't prepared to make a playoff believe. prediction. I don't hater. believe they, they hate her. Um, they should really be skating to prove me wrong, and I think they will prove me wrong. I think they'll win in six. Bulletin board, Stu Newman from the award-winning Sporting mean, Podcast. Award-winning. I lost it for two seconds. Stu just gave his prediction, and now we're on to somebody else. Oh, okay. Go ahead, Brandon. Uh, I'm going to say the uh, Blues in seven. A heartbreaker. Fucking heartbreaker, guys. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yeah, I know. I just feel like Minnesota sports suck, and this is just the natural conclusion of what happens. I don't know, man. John's laughing because that is literally, word for word, exactly what I said when you stopped recording. Shut up. 
that I said, Blues and Seven, down a heartbreaker. Down and you come on and go, word. Blues for Seven, a heartbreaker. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking get you. <laughs> Ten seconds after I said it. Ah, oh, that's perfect. Wow. Wow. Well, you know, we're so... Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Similar in every way. It doesn't, doesn't we surprise pretty me. Pretty much. Uh, Share one heartbeat. Yeah. <laughs> Two hearts that beat is one. <laughs> the Clarence and Brandon story. <laughs> well, that's it. I'm Got a consensus. Heartbreaker. Fuck my thunder. Just stolen. Mm-hmm. I would say I am hoping for Wild in Four and expecting Blues in Six. That's the John way. That is the John Marthaler <laughs> dichotomy right there. <laughs> High hopes, no expectations. Yes, that's perfect. Uh, that's about right. Uh, okay, so that's that's that, right? Yep. Yep. Um, on to Saturn news. Um, do we have anything to say at all about the the twins? I mean, they're terrible. Um, terrible. Um, Did they win tonight? How'd they do tonight? They won three to one. Glenn Perkins pitched in a save situation. Holy shit. Well, a what now? You a can't, save situation. You can't pitch in a non-save situation. Yeah. I honestly didn't. I was going to start getting do a Twitter bet of when was Glenn Perkins going to actually have a chance to get a save. Because I didn't know if it was going to happen for a couple of weeks at least. But it did happen tonight. Well, are you guys um, disappointed at all? Or is it just so expected the way that Molitor is using his bullpen? He's the same way as Guardi of no, we're only going to use I, him in save situations, which I think is proven to be insane. I mean, I don't know, yep. know any other word for it. Blaine Boyer at one point had like four appearances to Perkins' one. That's <laughs> that's that's certifiably insane. There's no other yep, word for crazy. that. crazy. Mm-hmm. So that sucks. I know it's only a few games, but Molitor is um, not even remotely impressive to me at all. Again, we another one of our tenants here at the Sportive. Uh, managers don't mean a whole lot of anything, but that doesn't excuse them for being idiots. True? I mean, it's hard to disagree. I mean, you, I, you blame him, but was it really his fault that his only options in the bullpen are Blaine Boyer and J.R. Graham? I Which don't know. We don't know. We don't know if that was his fault. He may have said, hey, I really like Blaine Boyer, Terry. Love to have him on the team. We don't know for sure. I, I know it's not I, his fault, but he still has Glenn Perkins. Yeah. You would think that you could look at him and say, you know, we have got two good pitchers at the end of the game. 
We should probably pitch those two as often as we can get them into the game. Yeah. But instead, it's like, well, it's not the ninth inning, and we're not winning, so we should probably put Tim Stouffer in there. Got to stretch out Tim Stouffer. Tim Stouffer is quickly quickly climbing climbing the charts of the things that I'm angry about in this offseason. <laughs> yeah. I've yeah. spent so much time being angry about them bringing back Dunsing and bringing back Eduardo Nunez Pelf. that I haven't given any thought to them giving Tim Stouffer a multi-million dollar contract. Even <laughs> two and a half million dollars. Doing. I gave him like two and a half million. This is not the time or the place for this, but I listened to Barrero for 12 seconds on the way home uh, earlier this week. And he was ranting about Joe Maurer being a dork or something, uh, or being boring or whatever. And it's like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know the challenge of having to speak for, you know, three hours a day or however long he has mm-hmm. to talk. I, it can't be easy. Of course it's a challenge. And I don't listen to him enough to know. But has he gotten through the literal one million other things wrong with this organization to start talking about <laughs> Joe Maurer being a nerd? Like, seriously, there is so much else to talk about, unless he got through it. And I don't know. Maybe he did the rest of the other weeks. But I feel like he could do Stouffer for four days, right? That, well, that wraps he up would have week. to be on, like, number 4,782. Like, all right, reason number <laughs> 4,782, why the Twins are in trouble. Joe Maurer, kind of a Joe Maurer is a nerd. <laughs> yeah. He wears dumb sweaters. Joe Maurer has an on-base percentage that's 100 points above anybody else on the teams right now. <laughs> yeah, buddy, you know, not a very good quote. He's fire up the guys in the locker room. He's got to be more like AJ. <laughs> He's not a, uh, enough of a homophobe, I don't think. <laughs> I, was trying, I was trying to think of the potential ways to fix the Twins lineup, and all I could really come up with was either skipping seven of the guys in the lineup or allowing Maurer to hit for two other guys in the lineup. If it's Maurer hits allowed, first John. and fourth and seventh, I think they have a chance of scoring some runs. Yeah, that's a, rule. You might have we'll to submit a letter to uh, old Rob Manfred and, yeah, or whatever his ghost name is. would have done that with Barry Bonds back in the... You know, they would have batted him all like all nine spots if that were allowed. It would be Not. one of the greatest moments of my life if some team realized there was a loophole in the system and like <laughs> Joe Maurer hit a home run and then just picked his bat up again and got right back in. <laughs> Show me the rules, Joe West. Joe Sorry, West there's nothing in the rules, buddy. Have a heart attack and die. Looked right at it. There. <laughs> <laughs> just die. He's so kicking fans out. He's kicking ushers out. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? What Brian McCann would do if they were playing. <laughs> they're playing against Brian McCann and Maurer tried to get back in the box. He'd just kill him. He'd literally <laughs> pull out a gun and shoot him for, quote-unquote, disrespecting the game. I definitely have sports hate for Brian McCann after his just absolute belly aching about, I the, loved it. about he, the rules the of the game that don't exist. Stop having he fun. the worst. I love it when guys get beaned. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when guys have fun playing baseball, so I love Brian McCann. I love it when guys have fun, and I also love it when they have to pay for having that fun. <laughs> and I don't care if it makes sense. You love Brian. fun and I mean, retribution. Sports don't have to make sense. No, no, clearly. I think I've said on this podcast before, but there's nothing I like better than a baseball brawl. Like hmm. two guys pushing each other and 48 guys standing around talking to their friend yep. on the other team that they were like college roommates with. Even when it's clearly, you know, like it's like a 
one and one count and there's guys on first and you know just the the biggest situation in which you would not want to hit a guy and you can see that the pitcher visibly lost control of the pitch and just hit a guy in the butt just happened i'm Alex always, Rios i'm always down jr graham yeah after he beamed him with the bases loaded the bases were loaded you fucking idiot yeah, he didn't I mean, do that on purpose. He steered him down like J.R. Graham, fucking rookie, just beans you on purpose. The bases <laughs> were loaded. You fucking idiot, yeah. Alex Rios. I'm all tough guy, murder. I stare you down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just uh, got beaned. I know that it hurts. Trying to stare somebody down is not well, balance. Does not yeah, skip, tip the scales in any way to make you a little any tougher. I mean, I'm sure it's annoying to get hit. I've been hit before. It's the worst thing in the world, and I do get mad at the pitcher just in general of like, dude, get better at what you're doing, you know? But well, I'd be mad at you just because oh, you're my you. cocked hat and my super tight baseball pants and shiny white cleats. Just fucking. I want to be in you now. <laughs> <laughs> Straight brim. You remember the time Tory Hunter got suspended for picking the ball up and whipping it back at the pitcher? <laughs> That's awesome. Adorable. That was one of, that was that one of the best great. brawls ever. It was the most adorable thing I've ever seen. So it's angry. It's so utterly fair. Ugh. Oh, you get to throw at me? I'm going to throw at you. You just stand there. I'm out there trying to punch you. Stand there. Here, hold my bat. That's in the Bible. Yeah, yep. in, re- in recent Twins history, it's only topped by a Delvin Young charging his own dugout. That was one of the greatest <laughs> moments of all time. <laughs> oh, that was wonderful. Oh, my God. Who was it? Was, it? was that that? He was going after Jose Maharis. Maharis. <laughs> <laughs> Maharis oh. gained 15 pounds after every single appearance for some reason, which was amazing. <laughs> that was, that was so amazing. did Delvin Young. Yeah. Oh, yeah. NBN Fingers de Pollo? <laughs> Maharis is to the baseline, and now he's sitting down. He needs a rest. Is he ranch dipping Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you remember that one year? That is he a pine tarnish fingers? Nope, roster? that's ranch. Yes. And, yeah. and Booth had lost like 50 pounds, but Delvin Young and Jose Maharis were also on the team. And poor Booth was trying to be on a diet, and he'd look in the dugout, and there's Delvin, and like, Jose Maharis just eating pie. <laughs> Where'd you get that pie? <laughs> it makes sense. Oh. Joe West kicks him out. No yeah, pie. Always, no pie. Always the guy with like those Papa John's, you know, the thing to keep the pizza warm. They're just sitting there, piled up in the corner of the dugout after every hour. Oh, that's Joe West strolled by. Hey, guys, hey, what's get, going on? Drinking garlic sauce. <laughs> you can't drink it. That's for like dipping. You're out of the game. Good. You're fucking ejected, both of you. Oh. <laughs> uh, We've got the pouch. There's no tobacco in Major League Baseball. It's like it's full of garlic butter. (laughs) (laughs) A little tiny straw. (laughs) You can dip the crusts in it or you can drink it. (laughs) Yes. Uh, And and that's how you get to be 2015's local sports podcast. (laughs) Just remembering the better times. The Twins had a couple of pudgy guys, and they go went to the playoffs every year. Did you decide uh, who's going up to the dais to accept the award? Wait, well, did you guys decide that? I, I, I know they paper, do a thing. Paper act I think there's a, is it a gala or an extravaganza? It's a gala extravaganza. It, and we decided, yeah. first of all, is it gala or gala? I think it's gala. It's a ball. I'm pretty sure it's gala. It's a ball. Could be a ball. Jubilee. But it's I'm, a cotillion. I'm, 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 
<laughs> the best Unless of Cotillion. I'm, I'm not right? going like, to that. Of course you're not going, but I'm, I, I'll go. I mean, why not? Do we get a thing? I think we get maybe a certificate and a voucher. Even if we don't get anything, I'll Clarence, the, the difference between us like and you parking. is... I think we get parking validated. Parking is validated for an hour. But the difference between us and you, Clarence, <laughs> is when if our friends are going to be somewhere, we actively go there to see them in person. Not the opposite. Not, that doesn't... Yeah, I know. Um, it's different. It's a different it's a, way to look at life. I don't know. Wait, so the friends are there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you go there to see the friends and you like look them in the eye. Like 3D. They're like, you know... Like your family, but they're your friends. Like the people you enjoy seeing and talking to. It's so when wild. they invite you, it's you, wild. you you say that you're going to go and then you don't go? No, no, no. Sometimes you say you're going to go and then you fucking go. Like you just go. You go to the place. It's amazing. It's 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 a wild ride. I don't and they're, they're at the same place. You, they're they're there. there too? They're there and you're there and you acknowledge the each time? other's presence. You do, yeah. Like sometimes. you show up three hours later and then you say... Oh, I thought you said nine. You show up three hours later and you say, is their tab still open? Is Steve Newman's tab still open? Because I, oh, no. You go there while he's there and you drink beer together and you look each other in the eye and make jokes in person. It's, it's a new fun. thing. It's a new thing. Yeah, we, Stu and I have tried it. John and I have tried it. Uh, it's great. It's been great. Or that one time that Clarence was in the same bar as me and saw me and chose not <laughs> yeah. to say hello. Yeah. No. He thought you were Dave. No, that's Which not true. Which would make sense. He knew it was me. How could he know it was you and Dave look alike? He texted John and said, hey, I just saw you. Didn't see you in person. I left. I did. It's weird. It's a weird <laughs> thing, Clarence. Someday, maybe, you'll join us. <laughs> And the world. And the world. <laughs> I knew where you're going. Okay, good, yeah. good. Um, okay, so uh, I don't even know where that one started. Uh, that conversation. I think it started with us uh, shitting on Molitor way back in the day. This is about an hour and a half ago. Oh yeah, half hour ago. About yeah. the twins. I was um, the book of so. I just want to. I just want to remind you guys one more time that this is a team that represents Twins management trying their absolute hardest to build a contender. This has been not, not only them trying their hardest, they have been trying for four years to get to this point. Yep. This 2-6 team Every, is a product of four years of rebuilding. This is not year one. It's a combination of all their planning. I this think is e- what we have. Even us as uh, very, I wouldn't say cynical, because I don't think that's fair, uh, skeptical, realistic sports fans... Um, even we gave a pass that first year. You remember they they won like the eighty eight games or ninety games, and that sec that first year after that the you know they won sixty five. Yeah, whatever. Went we all were like two thousand eleven. Two thousand ten, they had a good season. They lost to the Yankees in the playoffs. And you're saying two thousand eleven? Two thousand eleven. I think we all gave them a pass of hey, a lot no. of injuries. They've still got a whatever. I, I didn't. Well, I don't think you gave them a pass, but I don't think that we were immediately um, angry and shitting on the organization for being incompetent. Right? Uh, not incompetent. I was. I, that's when I started the indifference. I, say, I, think you, I think you put him on notice first. I did. I got yelled at by oh, Mackie. But yeah, no, did you I put him on blast? Oh, no, it was on full blast. Oh, shit. You put that hose oh, on full I, blast? I started the incompetence movement in 2011 <laughs> and I got yelled at by Mackie. But I see your point. I wasn't at the full. Uh, I was at indifference, not incompetence. The point I'm trying to make here is that we're not just angry that, that they're bad. 
We're angry no. that they've been bad for four fucking years, and this is what's yeah. led to it. That's the reason that we are, I will say, we are angrier than most people, most fans. Uh, it seems like, at least, from, from the people that I know and follow and whatever, we seem like the angriest four people. Um, and that's the reason. It's because it's been lasting so goddamn long. Um, and there doesn't seem to be... Like, Molitor they, is clearly, not going to help at all. Mo- Molitor is not at all on our side to help these guys get better. God, I'm trying to be optimistic there. It's less than 10 games. I'm, I'm trying. So your only optimism here is... He's only been shitty for a little bit of time? Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. That sucks. All right. Yes, it sucks so much. It's just miserable. Yeah. It's not fun. But I, what do you want me to do? I can't. I know. Red Cow was at the target field this year. That's cool. That helps. Ooh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Long lines. Red Cow is amazing. Oh, I'm not going to stand in line. Okay, so um, I do have... Uh, two silver linings that I've thought about um, in the okay. midst of this conversation. Twin, One, both twins related or just in the world in general? Because you may struggle either way. Uh, two silver linings. One, uh, uh, gas mileage on cars seems to be getting better just in general for the environment. <laughs> so that's number one. <laughs> that doesn't even make any sense. I like it. Um. Number two, there's a lot more water on Earth for homeless people. They're, they're doing better at that. No, um, number one, I think we need to patent uh, our, one of our favorite uh, made-up hashtags, uh, Bucks Chub, because uh, my Bucks Chub is going pretty strong right now. Is that right? Anybody else? Oh, yes. That, that, no, that triple the other night? Oh, my God. I still think that was a fake video. That was like it, a... Yeah, it, that looked like science fiction. That wasn't even real. <laughs> It definitely did, yes. Uh, they like sent that clip to like Industrial Light and Magic out in California, and they had George Lucas's boys take care of it because that was just you know it just didn't look right. Full on Bucks Chub, purely because of that video, but also he did have a couple really really solid games, and he's still only what is he in seventh grade? He's thirteen, right or fourteen? Yeah, seventh grade. Yep. Seventh grade middle school. So yep. he's just he hasn't even read the catcher in the rye yet. I mean, he's got so much life to live and he's already amazing. So Holden Caulfield. You could ask old man Alex Meyer for uh, <laughs> <laughs> in the olden days. Wiley Vet. <laughs> Nuke Lelouch down in Triple A people. Um <laughs> so that's so we gotta patent that because I think we gotta copyright Bucks Chub because that's gonna be a deal. That's gonna be a thing. Um you gotta get okay, t-shirts don't. made up, the whole shebang. And it's always uppercase, right? Uppercase bucks chub. Yep. B u x c h u b s. Bucks chubs, and you have to say it in a in a in a deeper register than your jet than your regular speaking voice. <laughs> bucks chubs. There you go. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you gotta go deeper. So that's our that's my style guide. Um. Number two, silver lining, a lot more important than, than Buck's job. Um, I heard earlier that we have a confirmed walk-up music of Pony. Yeah. Uh, Genuine? Jordan, yeah, by Genuine. Jordan Schaefer apparently is using that this year. So that's he, fucking amazing. That's an amazing. adult dancer? <laughs> he, is not, <laughs> he is not in Magic Mike XXL that we know of. <laughs> Which, it would be awesome if it was the case, but um, his middle name is like Bambi. 
chandelier <laughs> crystal. Well, I can't. Schaefer. When that song comes on, I I gotta dance. I can't. Who does? I don't. If when I'm there at the at the field, I mean, what, I can't turn that off. I'm. I gotta dance when that's on. So, this is an official notice. Mm-hmm. Consider this it. This may be field. So, ladies, uh, make sure you take your birth control before you go to the game, no matter because, what your daily ritual is. Yeah, take it, it before, before you go, because that's you don't know if plan B is going to be there. And then that plan B shit don't work on no. genuine by pony when I'm no. when I'm breaking down the morning after. I ain't, ain't going to get it done. Regular Wait. listeners will know Clarence has 17, 18 kids at this point. So, yeah, regular methods don't work on him. Yeah, not just oh. women. Men, you, men, you are going to be extra virile. So, I mean, you're just going to want to be careful if you're trying to... There will be some dude pregnancies this summer. That's true. Science oh, could it's be gonna be It's going to be everywhere. You're going to be like... Wait, are the cottonwoods blossoming, or what the fuck's going on around here? Nope. It should be everywhere. Nope. Schaefer's got the <laughs> everywhere. So wow. we, we wow. had a uh, wow. <laughs> we had a, uh, a recommendation earlier of a video to look up uh, Bellows Superstar Trash Talk, which is great. Another mm-hmm. one uh, a couple years ago, and I don't remember what talk show it was, but they had Genuine come out on one of those like lady day talk shows like an ellen type program but not ellen sure. and okay. genuine came out and pony came on and he started singing it and women i have never ever seen women react the way they did they're fucking cartwheeling down the stairs at this talk show place <laughs> and jumping on each other's back and just humping the chairs going fucking nuts and i totally got oh, it yeah. ladies i get it yep yep it's it's one of the top three Jiggle Hut songs of all time. Uh, well, I don't even know if Jiggle Hut needs to be mentioned there. I think it's just like a top song of all time. Well, it could be. Oh, the other two, John, I think Girls, Girls, Girls. But Cherry Ruby Pie. In there. Cherry Pie. I can't think of anything better. I what, mean, about, what about Pour Some Sugar on Me? A classic. The, the, it's Cherry Pie, Pour Some Sugar on Me. It, that number three is going to be arguable. Oh, uh, Crazy Bitch. Oh, good lord! That song that that uh, one's up there. That's there. That was the real song that was recorded, wasn't it? Hard start dancing is, is the newer one. That's uh, I forget the name of the band. The newer rock song, but it's it's coming. It's coming on strong. Okay, all right, cool. Hard start dancing. It's trending. Not that I know. No, no, no. I just you know it just comes up in conversation with other people. You know, you hear it. I, yes, and I, I'm reading the. I read it on blogs. You're into trades. Yep. I love literature. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, oh boy! Um, this podcast. You want to talk about the wolves, Brandon? Is their season over officially? Well, I I do and I don't. I mean, I think that we have purposely, um, and most of it's me because I'm sort of the unofficial Wolves uh, talk captain of the of the podcast. We haven't talked about them much this season because it's been such an absolute train wreck, and I feel like we're just repeating ourselves over and over. But, um, yes, unless there was some sort of weird miracle comeback, last I saw the Wolves were down uh, 185 to 12 to the uh, <laughs> Oklahoma City Thunder, so it would have been quite a comeback to uh, to make it. Um, so, so they are they are officially the league's worst team, correct? Worst the worst in the team league. in the league. They were so sixteen and sixty six. So they were, 
there were three teams in the league this year that were legitimately, not avowedly, but at least legitimately trying to tank, trying to get the worst record in the NBA. That was Philadelphia and the Knicks and the Lakers, and the Wolves finished behind every one of them. Trying to be better than them. Five games behind the Lakers. So if we had the um, technological ability and um, energy, we would. This would be the time where we would splice in some earlier clips from like six months ago, where we laughed and laughed about how bad the Sixers were. They're not yep. going to win a game this year. They're going to set records, whatever. They were better than the fucking Timberwolves, who had, I mean, an embarrassingly uh, uh, amount, embarrassing amount more of talent than the Sixers had this year. The Sixers were legitimately just playing D-leaguers and dudes off the street who won a contest who, like, they at, in Philadelphia, if you put your business card at Subway, you either win a lunch or you get to play for the Sixers for two weeks. That's exactly, like, how bad their talent level was, and they won more than the Wolves. And the Timberwolves finished two games behind them. Two games behind them. Johnny, if Johnny, we're going to splice in sound clips from episodes six months ago. See, I'm going to stop you right could, there. No. We could splice nope. in the uh, the sound where I predicted 18 wins on this season and you all laughed at me. Maybe, maybe we could maybe we could splice in that, that one. Maybe we could also splice in the year before where, where your prediction was that they would be uh, disbanded. <laughs> was that the year that you predicted that they would lose their final 40 games of the season? Yeah, he said they would start out like 36 and 8 and then lose all the rest of them. So well, we could start splicing shit. You want to splice some stuff? Well, let's splice, you let's splice? Let's splice up the 18 wins because hey, I said it and you all mocked and ridiculed and, me <laughs> and laughed. Well, and it you worked all out perfectly. Like, 35 wins. That might be low, but I think that I'm trying to be hesitant here. I don't want to be too rosy. It's hurt, but I'm going 35. Uncanny impression, by the way. That one was 18, and you were like, oh, you're you're the idiot. You did no shit. Here's how pathetic things are for the Timberwolves. Clarence was optimistic about you this year. Fucking Clarence, (laughs) who wants you to be disbanded. He wants you contracted. He does not want you to exist on planet Earth, and he still believed in you more than you could actually deliver. Um, That's something. That is something, man. It's impressive. Um, And as, as much of a bright spot Andrew Wiggins is, there is absolutely zero evidence of one guy being able to save a franchise. It just has never happened. You you think of guys that, you know like Jordan or whoever. It was never just them by themselves. So they need a lot of help. Um, the good thing is they should get a top pick. I think the guy that I care about the most in life is Carl Anthony Towns. Um, Who is Carl Anthony Towns? Carl Anthony Towns is a big bruising. He was on the Breakfast Club. He was. Yeah. It's Anthony Michael Hall, guys. He was on SNL for a year. Train wreck of a season, really. Really not a good season. Yeah. Um, bad season. Um, so, uh, Carl Anthony's cat, as I call him, big kitty cat. Well, I get it because his initials. Initials, yeah. Yeah. Um, Kitty's got claws for sure. He's a big bruising yep. center, oh. defensive. Not we're in, giving our award back. Not a. Yep. <laughs> kitty has claws. Well, clear. Stu back, said it. So I liked it. I wanted to join in. He's my friend. Um, 
kitties. Oh, kitty sure, claws. He sure does. Um. Um. Anyway, I know you, I know you guys don't actually care, but he's to me the best guy in the draft. And, Is he big uh, or small? He's a he's a big he's a he's a bruising defensive minded center. And if you look at the the um, a lot of the really really good teams in the past years. They've been their centers have been more defensive minded. Like Golden State is amazing, and their center Bogut is not great offensively, but he's really really good defensive. He's more of an anchor. Um, uh, Horford kind of the same way. There's you know kind of go down the line of that usually and you know seems to be a really good recipe for success. So and the Wolves are terrible defensively. Uh, they're they're bad just in general. They're bad offensively they have bad attitudes they're ugly they stink just everything right they're just bad um but he would be really 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 helpful for next year uh until they get a coach uh besides flip saunders they're um going to be one of the worst teams in the league um it's it's almost their coaching matters not maybe as much as the nfl but it matters a lot in the nba and ours is terrible so um they are worthless and a waste of my time, and I hate them more than anything. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you say will be successful sooner, the Lakers or the Timberwolves? Oh, geez. That's really, really, really difficult um, because um, here's where we would splice in all of your, oh, the Lakers will be good soon. They've always been good. They're also a train wreck, man. They are a really, really terrible organization. So... Man, I don't know, dude. I don't know because the Wolves have Wiggins, who's great, and the Lakers don't have anybody even close to as good as him. But they're the Lakers. I don't know who for a free agent is going to sign there, but I, maybe like a Rondo or – I don't know. It's been tough because for the past few years, all the big guys that you'd expect would sign there or force their way there. Uh, just It hasn't really materialized. So tough to say. I still think the Lakers mean something, but you got to think about like the the guy coming up right now. Um, the Lakers have not been good for a few years, and it's kind of a young sport. So the eighteen year old, I don't know. I don't know if the Lakers have as much mystique to him as the. I mean, some guys might think like the Cavaliers are amazing, right? Even though we know we're older, like they've been horseshit forever. I don't know. Who knows? Um, I don't have an answer for you, Clarence. What's to say. That's fair. I like saying you don't know. I I don't know. That's a reasonable answer. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I can't see in the future. Um, I think they're both just monumentally fucked for the uh, foreseeable future. That'd be my point of view. Okay. Um, actually, the lottery will be a big component of this because the Lakers, being idiots, traded away their uh, top, uh, their first-round pick to the... 76ers. I don't know if you've heard of them, Philadelphia. Um, but it's like top, I think it's top five protected this year. So they tanked like crazy to keep it. If they get really unlucky in the draft and don't keep it, then the Lakers are completely fucked for a long time. Um, mm-hmm. So there's a little bit of luck that has to play into it for both teams. They'll just, so the NBA has got to make sure they get that top five pick. Well, yeah, you said that last year and they got the seventh. So. Um, It'll, it'll, Clarence, just keep saying it and it'll happen at some point. You well, no, but it. now that Dave Stern's gone, that maybe that's on the up and up now. We'll see well, he was, another draft. Last year it didn't work out for them and 
at all, or the, or the Celtics. Dave Stern isn't around anymore. So we'll see if this silver guy keeps it on the up and up. All right. One year, is that's small sample size. It is. It I is. like the guy. I like Adam Silver. Yeah, I, he's he's the best commissioner out there right now. I mean, it's, you know, Rob Rob Mantooth has right. been there for about two seconds, so we don't really know much. Although his know. first day in office, he said he's going to ban defensive shifts, so <laughs> not a great start, Rob. <laughs> We're going to probably put no, shot callers. Shot callers are going to be our first thing that we have. Um, yeah, so that's that. Okay, so we are... Uh, um, we talked about the wolves too much. I apologize for that. Um, <laughs> even four minutes was too much. Uh, John, before we wrap up, can you really quickly give us a uh, breakdown of what's going on with the soccer stadium? So they are paying for it, but also want some tax breaks. So not exactly paying for it, but it's different and better, right? Yep. They're ask- They're not asking for any direct public money. Like, everybody else who built the stadium is asking for and i that's what i thought would happen to be honest with you i think i said on this podcast that i was virtually certain the stadium would get done because i thought what would happen is they'd come out and say all right we're looking for a little help with a couple of things but we're going to fund it ourselves." and everyone would say yeah that sounds like a pretty fair deal to me and instead what happened i did not see coming so they came out and said all right we're going to pay we're going to pay for the franchise fee, which they were going to have to do anyway, so they included that for whatever reason. But then we're going to pay $120 million to build the stadium ourselves, or $150 million or whatever it was. I think it was $150 million. So we're going to pay that, and what we're looking for is we're looking to be exempt from taxes on construction materials, which the Twins and the Vikings, that's one of the things that they got. And we're looking to be exempt from property taxes, which the Twins, Vikings, Wolves, Wild, and Gophers all are exempt from property taxes. And so I looked at that and I thought, well, that seems reasonable. I don't see a reason that that can't happen. And for some reason, pretty much every politician has been like, nope, nope, that can't happen. I'm not even interested in listening to a bit of that. Because they hate soccer and they like the other sports. No, I don't think that's it. I just don't quite understand why tax relief in particular is such of a terrible ask. I mean, the the exemption for property taxes thing on a $150 million stadium, everyone keeps throwing around the number $3 million. I don't know how that math works, but so that's $3 million right there. And then the mayor of Minneapolis put up this incredibly long blog post about how they didn't want to exempt from property taxes because the stadium would be privately owned and not publicly owned. And public ownership is just so much better. And it's I, I can't figure out why the mayor thinks it's better that the city of Minneapolis is on the hook to spend $135 million renovating Target Center. Socialist. Public ownership. I, Socialist. So basically the mayor is saying, listen, we really want the public to own this stadium so that any future improvements will be paid for by the taxpayers and not the private business. That is what is most important to me. So I have a, then, a question for you. That's then you've very- got the two guys. Hold on. I, I want to mention one more thing. Yep. Then you've got the, the two legislative leaders at the Capitol, Kurt Dowd and Tom Bach, that literally three weeks ago, we're pushing for $3 million extra of tax breaks for the Super Bowl in a couple of years. This on top of the $9.5 million the Super Bowl already gets from having tickets exempt from sales taxes. 
That's $9.5 million the state won't get because of a law that was passed in 92 the first time the Super Bowl was here. Jesus Christ. The NFL came back and said, well, we really want this other $3 million in tax benefits. And these two guys were like, yeah, we should do that. We should definitely do that. This is going to be a good thing for the city. And then United comes around and says, we would like $3 million. And they both came out and said, that's an uphill climb. That's a real tough sell. We're not interested in any of that. Is there a point that there's revenue coming in? And I'm not saying I'm on their side because I'm for sure not on their side. Is there argument that there's revenue coming in? Yes, that is the argument. And I understand that argument. But so what we're saying is it's good when revenue comes into the city for private business owners unless the private business, business owner owns the soccer team, in which case that revenue is bad. Well, I think I that's confusing for that. me, and it's it purely is an ignorant question, but um, saying we don't want any tax money to pay for the stadium, we just want to not pay our taxes, is that not the exact same scenario? Like, don't give us money, we just want to not give you money. Well, I think the point they're trying to make with the no taxes thing is, well, if we don't build it, you won't get any tax money, so... This is a neutral thing in some ways. Now, the point that the mayor made, which is a legitimate point, is, well, if they don't develop that site, somebody will develop that site, and those people will pay property taxes. So, Yeah, it's property. Yeah. It seems, ultimately, it seemed like a good deal for building a stadium to me, but what do I know? Well, it seems like the, the true villain here is the NFL. Can we agree on that? Well, if we're going to demonize the NFL for everything they do, we'll just be angry for the rest of our lives. Well, I, I just like wanted to NFL send out a quick reminder that they're the fucking worst. They're they're the people. <laughs> they're I mean, in this case, they're United is asking for a fraction of what the Vikings did, which doesn't make it right and doesn't mean that we should do it, but it seems a little ridiculous that all these people who couldn't who who literally can't wait to hand the NFL and the Vikings more money are Walking, it's such a seemingly small request. It seems small to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm the idiot here. I think the problem is comparing anything to to football. That's true. Just in general, like when I lived in Texas, there was the Allen High School had a sixty or seventy five million dollar high school stadium, which we went to just for the scene of it all. And there was articles that the administrators and superintendents and principal, whoever was in charge of it, was like. Yeah, we ran the numbers, and we will not make our money up in any way. There's no way we're going to make our money back with this for sales of 40 years. We're never going to whatever. Um, and, you know, and obviously a lot of the parents and people who cared about, like, you know, education and arts and whatever else were like, well, couldn't you have used that money in a different way? And they said, well, you know, we're hoping that the way we've justified it is that, you know, the good times and the bonding that happened in high school football games will really sort of make up the difference. It's like that. Well, they're not going to be as educated. Like, imagine going into a job interview and be like, no, I don't have any of that training that you asked me for, but uh, I had some really great times down at the old football stadium on Friday nights. So, yeah. Probably shouldn't be the way it works. I don't know. I mean, we'll see what happens now. I'm a lot less confident than I was because so many people seem so angry about something that I thought was fairly straightforward. So, what do I know, I guess? I guess I'm the idiot. That's how we typically end this podcast, so it's a good time for us to go. 
Okay. We talked it out for an hour and a half, and we realized that we're the idiots. Yeah. We're the idiots. Big dumb dum dums. Real Big sour dumb, note. Dumb, I dumb. wish we could go back to the, the enjoyment that we had about hairless twink ads. <laughs> is that going to be the title of this podcast? <laughs> I yeah, I, I mean, it makes as much sense as anything. Uh, All right, I think that should probably do it for us. Right. Um, thanks again to the City Pages. You were listening to Tread Burnside Sports Hose. Spray it down! Spray it down! Okay, bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.